0: I'm not ready for this, Callus. Are we live? That's your cue. We are live. That's your cue, Shooter. Uh, down here in callus, the Callus Basement. Yep. On a Wednesday night. Getting it in, always on a Wednesday night. First of December. We're going to make this a December to remember.
1: <clears throat> December to remember. Yeah, December
0: 1st. Yeah, we're just coming off the <clears throat> blackout Wednesday through. Blackout Cyber Sunday, t- Monday. T- Tuesday, Monday sale. Yep. Thank you to everyone who went to Huck Finn Barbell. That Cam and uh, supported Huck Finn Barbell and the barbells.
1: The little barbells so, and their new tree.
0: We got a big treat tonight. I
1: hold think. on. Hold on. Maybe. Before we get into that. Go ahead. Are we sponsored by somebody? GeneralLeatherCraft.com. There you Matt go. Matt Hayden at Pioneer underscore Fit on Instagram. Go there for all your leather belt needs. Uh, if you want a badass, what do you just make, like a...
0: Belt or no. Alligator um, um, wallet. You want to make like a dozen of them? I so. have one.
1: Yeah, I was gonna message him and had him hey, save one for me and then uh I forgot. But let the people pay for it. Whatever. Um, yeah, go check his shit out. Good dude, big supporter of us. Obviously, so you should support him. I just talked to him tonight. Are serious?
0: About these raps.
1: Oh, your uh macho man raps? No, the ultimate rap, Callus. Oh, The
0: ultimate rap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get it right, not the Macho. Yeah, I just ordered
1: raps from him. I got these ones that are like uh, lime green and pink. He special order them for me? What? <laughs> they say uh, HFB on it. I never heard of it. I just got to cross it off and put my logo on it. Son of a bitch. I'll rip that patch off, sew a new hey, one. Thanks on. a lot, Matt. Yeah. Make it look good. I'm like, oh, this will look great.
0: Yeah. And have the uh, the new two special features on it.
1: <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah, no, I just ordered new knee wraps. Oh. Not new. I should say restocked. I'm about out. And I got, uh, you know, Dan and Cameron competing in them in February, so I'm anticipating uh, Dan a is? lot of sales. Yeah. What? Go strong. Oh, I didn't know he was competing in it. Yeah. He, he put it on the interwebs. You said he was competing? Mm-hmm. That's why he's squatting like nine and benching five again. Huh. And he's I just just getting thought, warmed
0: up. I just thought he, you know, just went back to the gym eventually. You know, he's like, well, I better just go back in there. No, he needs got a reason. Got nothing else to do. He's too old a for a no reason. He's
1: got no hair and he's too old. He needs a reason. You know, he needs yeah. a reason to be there. Give me a reason. Yeah. So I'm hoping he comes into town. I remember last year he came into town around right after the Christmas, the day well, after the you Christmas. You said
0: he was. We'll, we'll have know. to do the two-year anniversary. He was there for the one year.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't see why he not see We'll be flying him so. out for the two-year again. Flying him out on his own dime. Just yes. Just like how, that's how we do it. And a boy. Yeah, you got points, Danny. We'll, you we'll see it. you soon, Danny. Yeah. Um... I think, oh, we got a couple minutes before our guest is ready. Oh, what I mean? What does he got to do, powder himself? I told him we'd call it at, at five after.
0: Oh, boy. Who is this uh, guy? Well, I mean, they're already going to know.
1: I think we can draw this podcast out for four more minutes. There's
0: no way. I got nothing else to talk about. <laughs> Shit. I got nothing. Um, I got a burned oh, cat named Shanks. <laughs> we got uh,
1: the Spotify thing. I saw that thing came out today.
0: Oh, yeah, we got a lot of those. I saw us tagged.
1: I was like, oh, man, like, 3,000 minutes. Four... And then it went from 4,000 to 8,000 minutes. Then some guy in Let's Get Stupid put our tag list in it, so I went on there today. It was 16,000 minutes. It's like he listened to every episode twice. What? I don't know how else you would double 8,000 minutes. I don't know. I'm like, it was like insane. I'm like, holy shit, dude. Ain't nobody going to touch this. 100 episodes listened to in <laughs> a year. Jesus Christ. It means he's listening to two a, a week. Yeah. We only put out one a week.
0: Yeah, that guy's a good fan.
1: He's a good fan. Maybe I should pull up his account. Jeez. Probably only fair. Give yeah, me a I shot. saw
0: this getting tagged. I didn't know what was going on. Yeah, I, I don't even know it. how to
1: find that on Spotify. Like, I went to look, and I didn't even know how to do it. Me neither. And I tried Googling it, and I got more confused. And I go, well, I think I'm just done trying to do this. What was this guy's name? Oh, fuck. Something with an M. Matt? No.
0: Oh. I just put Spotify on and Tracy Lawrence came up.
1: What the hell? Where yeah. is it? Oh, yeah. Jacob Clark. Hell, yes. A youper always goes above and beyond. 92 episodes for a total of 16,905 minutes. Jacob Clark. Holy shit, man. That's a lot of Tom and Tom Ty. Can you imagine talking? I've, if I talked to you, well, I guess I did for 16,000 minutes. I said I'd kill myself, but I'm still here. <laughs> That's a lot of you in my ear.
0: It is. I mean, I'm
1: easy to talk to, and, like, you know, I got a good voice, you. You sound like an idiot. You sound like you have a tear in your flannel.
0: I have a giant tear in my <clears throat> flannel. And a tear in your I beer. I can't find shit. I was looking up stuff, but I'm not free. Very...
1: Yeah, I don't know how to find it. Well. Yeah, but no, that's that's fucking cool, man. It's mm-hmm. a, a lot of Tom and Tom in your ear. Yeah. Tom, it's Tom. Must be a traveler, you know. Must spend a lot of time on the road. Road.
0: Yeah. Or a mailman or something. <clears throat>
1: Man, man, when I was reading meters, dude, yeah. six hours a day, I'd run out of podcasts to listen to. Hey, I was I, like, Adam Carolla, it was like, you know. Oh, I forgot about Carolla. A couple hours. I listened to his. still around? I listened to Joe Rogan's two, three hours. I'd find another one to listen to, like, every day.
0: Yeah, I used to listen to uh, <laughs> either sports talk, uh, Chicago sports talk, or, uh, yeah, what was it, this was back in, like, 2006, Sirius with uh, Howard Stern and uh, Bubba the Love Sponge. I was listening to a lot of that when I was janitoring. Oh wow! That's what I'd always do.
1: Yeah, those are the days, in huh? Eight
0: hours, I'd, I'd put the headphones in and listen to that shit.
1: Meet you at supplement shop when you drop the robot in the pool. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, it was the best. Yeah, my Fridays were spent putting a
1: robot in the pool and then controlling it. Yeah, it's eight thirty. Finch should be coming over. Yeah, <laughs> <minute now. laughs>
0: I'd walk over to the supplement store, <laughs> get some protein bars some protein shakes. you call us over there.
1: I couldn't. I can't. That was awesome. That I've spent so much time in that store. Like being single. Like after I worked all day and trained, I'm like. Well, I guess I'll go to some yeah, see, see what Jason's up to.
0: Well, I mean that was a good start for us. I it mean was. that's kind of propelled that everything started kind of in that store.
1: Yeah, I mean you know starts crashing there. and burning now, but when yeah. we were there, it was
0: good. Yeah, it was awesome. And we were the only guys in there all the time. Yeah, we had pretty much whatever we wanted. Yes, we go in there and fucking yell at him and shit. I'd yell at JJ. The guy was one of the
1: one of the God workers. Knows what there. happened to him? He was a
0: wild man. I don't know. He was like he's a car salesman. Last I saw in Phoenix, that was like what was it two or three years ago. Remember at, least he, at least
1: he didn't kill his dad.
0: Eat me. Well, yeah, that's the owner did that, the second owner. <laughs> yeah. Which I never even saw the follow-up on that. Well, it'll be
1: like a year or something. Yeah, it's not just an idiot. Let him rot. Man,
0: that's a crazy story.
1: Crazy. Mm-hmm. All right, you want to bring our guest on?
0: Yeah, no, I this guest, uh, he's all the way in California. I, I was making fun of people from California yesterday, like I always do. yeah. Fucking John Anderson took big offense to it. John's like, "Wait, what are you talking about, California? What's that supposed to mean, Huck Finn?"
1: Yeah, I'm like, uh, "Just another, just another sweat hog."
0: Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm, I mean, I, I'm gonna have to go into detail what about California I don't like.
1: Yeah, and it's you Herbie. Well, no,
0: so, not about Herbie. Herbie Hancock. Herbie Hancock. Oh my god, we are live. No, you All are right. live on Let's Get Stupid podcast. Yes. Me and Kaelish are sitting at a bar right now in a basement. Oh, somewhere in Illinois? Yeah, somewhere deep in the heart of Illinois. Yes.
2: How about them bears?
0: Oh, God, those bears suck. Don't bring that up. Oh, man, I'm sorry. Yeah, That's I don't, I don't, I, don't know, I don't. know the
2: standings, though.
0: So. <laughs> the bears aren't doing very well this year. Oh, uh, okay. How about Herbie Hancock uh, blowing everything out? What are you, oh, what man. Are you
2: doing? Oh, well, you know, so actually, I had a um, my second physical therapy session today, uh, this afternoon. So, um, and that was, you know, more did more stuff than last time. So that's good. I actually, broke a sweat this time. You get a PR. Nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am I am far far away from uh, any PRs, my uh, friends. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, it's it's a it's like a journey of a thousand miles type thing. Like uh, each yeah. day a little better. And, um, I mean, you guys, you guys know the drill, you know, it's just trying to be patient and keep, keep a positive, positive attitude as best as I can. But those physical therapy
0: sessions help that. And when you can train a little bit again, it just feels like there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Exactly. Yeah. No, no, honestly, I'm
2: I'm like in a way better mood now than I was just a few hours ago before Uh I did the PT session, just because I actually moved, I like, you know, used my muscles a little bit and. I mean that's just what I've always enjoyed to do so it's like just a even a taste of it yeah. um I know still, man
0: I've been the, there several times so twice big time and just to do like a lap pull down again was like awesome or a bicep anything Yeah it's just, Oh yeah I was I mean you're a long I'll way drive. from there still probably I guess well I don't know how long You, you
2: know going? so what I did today was um you know so the first session was was actually just a few days after surgery just, the surgeon said he he wanted me to get in there as soon as possible and I mean that was just like testing just what ed- my range of motion was Pretty and much like edging and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah. That was so, my first you know, session. Yeah,
0: I had to pay extra for that. But oh, you yeah. know it ups the uh, testosterone. Yeah.
2: Health insurance wouldn't cover that for some reason. You
0: got bad health insurance then, brother.
2: Yeah, I gotta, gotta change that up. Yeah. Um but I mean it was like like very light whereas today, you know, I did some of the recumbent bike and like step ups and i mean a little more he gave more like resistance on some of the leg stuff and you know it's uh it's you know it felt good so,
0: so explain to everybody i don't know like who you are and what you did like what did you do to people i don't know
2: so um so i'm herbie the love bug um yes. and uh i'm a power lifter and so um <laughs> and I assume most people who follow this know about powerlifting, but, um, you know, so I was getting ready to compete. It was going to be, uh, last Saturday or two Saturdays ago, the 20th of November out in Las Vegas. It was a fighter quit meet WRPF, uh, nationals at a uh, Marino and Steph Powell's gym. Oh, yeah. I was extremely, extremely excited to go out there. Uh, I knew they were pulling out all, all the stops to make it a, a big meet, good meet. And, um, it would have been my I, first meet in two years. I hadn't competed since record breakers in 2019. So yep. I was really, really excited for it. And, you know, the squat's been my best lift for the last few years. And that's, you know, the one lift where I have, uh, you know, a shot at, at breaking a world record. Yeah. And uh, I was going to compete in sleeves. And in training, and you know, my squat was really doing well. And to the point where as I was peaking, I thought, man, you know, there's, I may be able to take a shot at this world record, you know. And uh, you know, Kevin Oak has it. I mean, he's he's the best 242 squatter ever. Um, but and and you know, months ago when I was getting ready for the meet, I was in my mind kind of wanted to shoot the goals, an 832 squat, which would be like the second highest, you know, at the the highest non Kevin Oak squat in the weight class. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, because he because he had he broke it with 832, 837, 848. Then eight fifty, you know, so it's like, I, I, I didn't wouldn't feel right to say second highest squad ever because there's like four of his past, right. you know what I mean? But it yeah. be this, you know, on the all-time <laughs> list, it would look like the second. But anyway, that's that's what I was envisioning. But as, as I trained more and more, I thought, you know, wow, you know, I I, I could do more maybe. And um, I actually ended up doubling 8.32 in training and then, uh, then I hit 8.65, so that's, you know, over the world record and you know four hundred kilograms is such a nice round number. Yeah, 881. You know, eight eighty one. Yeah, yeah. And that's where I thought, man, um I felt strong enough for it. I want to try that and, and potentially have that be my third at the meet. And so my last heavy squat session two weeks before the meet and I'm warmed up. I'm I'm good. Everybody showed up at the gym kind of to support cause they, they heard I was going to go for it. So like Dan was there, Christie's there. She always is yeah. helping me out. Really good environment at boss barbell and, um, warm-ups went great. I felt good. I hit eight thirty seven um, as like the one before I went for 400, that went well. So put 400 on there. Yeah. And as I'm descending with the weight, uh, that's when my, my left, uh, Hip or upper thigh just just went snap, and so what happened specifically was my adductor muscle, so the inner thigh muscle, uh, were it snapped off at the tendon. So the tendon attaches it to the the hip, pretty much like kind of near the junk, basically. Oh boy! And, um, not, and good. That,
1: not good,
0: not good, not oh. good, not good at all. Uh, Can you imagine what your junk looked like after that?
2: <laughs> oh, you know, so within. <laughs> Within maybe two to three days, it was pretty much all purple, uh, oh. swollen. because um, yeah, the, the bruising and the swelling, you know it looks for the path of least resistance and gravity pulls it downward yep. and like that you know that's a, a pretty easy place for a lot of fluid to yeah, accumulate. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. So it was. It was very unpleasant. Um, you got the, the nuts the
1: size of a watermelon. You finally got that black dick you've always wanted.
2: Oh, <laughs> hey now. <laughs> um, so yeah. So that um, the the other part of it that was kind of the, the weirder part of it was that because as soon as it happened, it, it was one of those things where you know, I've had tears before some some catastrophic and others not this one was very obvious okay full rupture it's it's no good you know what i mean like and um like no question about it but you know and so immediately i'm like kind of feeling the area trying to see okay exactly what's happening and there was like a, a bulge accumulating above uh my hip so like or above the adductor like right above the um uh god where the inner thigh meets the the you know the junk i guess you know it's like uh you know that line that goes from your hip down uh it's like right above that yeah Yeah. and so i was like what is it? i thought did i blow out a hernia i had no you know and so it turns out that i also tore my abdominal muscle and then that (sighs) you know and that goes upward while the adductor goes downward so that's actually where the more more like significant pain and swelling was and um you know and i guess that's pretty rare because when i started pt the guy he's doing physical therapist i'm working with he's he's been in the game for a long time he's probably like 50 and he's like man i haven't seen this type of tear in like he only said he said like since like 2000 or something like that that's so never good to hear
1: <laughs> no yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly i've never done a, this i haven't done this in 20 years so let's yeah, see what i yeah. got
2: no, so yeah, as, as the years have gone on, I've accumulated some, like, not-so-good quotes from medical professionals. Like, the uh, the orthopedic surgeon, I mean, he, he did my arm four and a half years ago, and he's treated me for pretty much all the sports medicine stuff. Like, I remember one of the first times I saw him, but after he did some MRIs, he was like, Andrew, you've got a lot of mileage on your body. Yeah. But, <laughs> a lot of mileage. Okay. Well, yeah. Oh, um yeah. It, so, and then this time actually when I was sitting there he he looked at me and he's like, "Andrew, you get some unique injuries." <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, that is unique. That's a weird.
2: Never yeah. heard of that before. No, I haven't. No, yeah, I I had you know, I'd heard of torn adductors, but I had right. um tor- heard of the, the torn uh, rectus abdominis. So, know? what's that
0: look like? Like a year before you're back to near 100% or what? What are they giving
2: you? You know, I mean, I, 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 try to be optimistic and, and I, and I do, I think realistically it'd be less than that. I mean, because so when I talked to, the, when I saw the surgeon after the procedure, you know, he said, he, he seemed pretty upbeat, like pretty confident. And, um, he said it, it, this procedure went well, uh, he reattached both tendons. Like it was a pretty clean break. And so it was a clean reattachment, with you know, um, like, and he said, like in his like he knows what i'm doing like in his words he's like you're going to get that world record like he said that to me in the appointment um, oh, that's good damn so you know um i mean obviously you know who who knows what the future holds but i appreciated his attitude and his positivity with that so um yeah huh.
0: yeah tendon serve so it's just the oh, tendon the... not the
2: muscle to the tendon right 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 and that's, that's unfortunately good. It you know I've been learning a lot about tears over the years you know I've oh, yeah. had a few and I've seen plenty and right. and, it, and I've come to learn the, all the differences you know what I mean it used to be if I heard oh I tore this I, I kind of just assumed it all meant the same thing but right. no not at all like no. Um, you know I just just in that Instagram video I did recently I talked about how you know some people like reached out to me and said oh I had that and you know rested it and couldn't lift for a while but it got better and <laughs> And like it was like you know, and I bet you could sympathize, Huck, because I know you like you, know, you had to have your pecs like surgically reattached, <laughs> yeah, right?
0: Yeah, both of them, both reattached. Yeah, and so
2: that so that that's like an example that I used where, like five years ago, I think it was getting ready for Boss of Bosses three, um, I, you know, I, I, I quote unquote tore my pec, but my right pec, but it was a it was a partial tear, and it was in the muscle belly. So those are easy you know, to and, come back from. So exactly. So that's like best case scenario. Yeah. So I still have a big lump of like scar tissue where that happened, but right. you know, and I couldn't I couldn't bench for a little while. And so at that meet I I did less than I had done the year before, but you know, but it healed on its own. It was like Yeah, that's what I was that. praying
0: for each time. I'm like, maybe it's right. the muscle.
2: <laughs> right. And so so like what I said on my Instagram is I said I would I would never compare that to like I didn't say your name, but like, and I was thinking, actually thinking about you and, and I think Jason LeGrand. Like, I would never compare that to those. I wouldn't like message you, Huck, and be like, hey, man, I had the same thing. No, nah, because, yeah. you know, or like that guy who was uh, incline pressing over there in Dubai with oh, Larry. God. Like, yeah. You know, I mean, like, 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 so, yeah, technically we both had pec tears, but oh, those are is... worlds apart.
0: Right, right, right. Know? Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's what some people say.
0: Well, I, I tore my pec. Well, yeah, you yeah. tore your pec muscle, and it healed in, like, two months. Yeah. I had exactly. my thing surgically reattached. I couldn't move my arm for seven weeks. And then uh, I, exactly. I had to come all the way back and, thank God, you know, finally I'm back again the second time. You know, I yeah, never man. wanted to sit through that again. After the first time, I knew how much that sucked dick. Oh. You know, I'm like, there's no way. Thank God that is over. <laughs> Boom. And then, you know, four years later, you know, I, I do a whole high school session again, four years of high school, uh. and then, boom, it happens again. I'm like, are you, I knew it right away when it was. I felt it. It felt the same, everything. I'm like, fuck.
2: Are you fucking yeah. kidding me? Yeah. You know, so so, the, yeah, you're, you're right about, you know, when you when you felt it once, you know what that feeling is because – Yeah. So, I – the only other complete rupture I've had was my tricep, you know, in 2017. Right. And that was the same thing. You know, I, when I as soon as I felt that go, it was like I knew – There is no, you know, there's no fighting through this. There's no toughing it out. (laughs) Like, no, it's done. It's done. It's done. Whereas, you know, some of the partial tear stuff, like you start, you feel the fibers coming apart, which is also a different feeling than a tendon rupturing. Right. And it's kind it's a bit slower. You know what I mean? Like you're able to, you know, drop the weight or or kind of grunt and have spotters take it. And then you, you think, okay, I don't know what that is, but you know, it's not like fully detached.
0: Yeah, I remember when I dropped that weight when I was in my shed the second time, and my wife was spotting me. You know, it was like, it was was like I think it was my eighth or seventh set at this weight. And I was going for max reps on the last set. I'd already done uh. six or seven sets of three. Now I'm going for max reps, no problem. And like the second rep right out of the hole, boom, felt it going. I just, oh, fuck. And it rolled it up, rolled right over me, you know, and uh. that's all she wrote. And I'm out in the shed, and COVID was just going on, so I had no idea if I could even get in and get surgery because I knew I needed surgery. Because the tenant's gonna die if you don't get it surgically reattached in a certain amount of time, and everything. Was just, yeah,
2: I'm glad it, it, that's it, now yeah, behind
0: it, me again. But man, I can still feel it like it's yesterday. Oh God, you know,
2: it, it, it's such a crappy feeling. Yeah. Um, There's nothing worse. You know, I'll tell you, there was there was a few nights actually after this one happened where I would I would, you know, I guess I'd be having a it'd be a nightmare I guess you'd call it, but I'd wake up in the middle of the night. Feeling that sensation happen again, yeah, feeling man. my my attic or tear, yeah, it's cause and re- that's all
0: you're thinking about, probably. You know, during the day,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's
0: because uh, that's all so. you got. You're we're probably not doing much.
2: Oh yeah, no, I mean it's 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 one of those things where in the you know blink of an eye, you know, and I re- it, you know, and I, like I said, the, you know, the mental thing, like I said on Instagram, the mental is kind of a bigger issue than the physical because like. It happens, and in the blink of an eye, I realize like my life is changed. At Makes least sense. in the short term, yeah. You know, like everything I've been planning for the next few months yep. is out the door. Darn. I I can't work. I have a physical job. Yep, same here. Um, <laughs> I'm, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's bad. like like I'm I went I go from and that's all I really do. I mean, my I have a pretty simple life. Um, You know, I train, I work, and there's not a whole lot more yeah. than that. And all of a sudden, I can't do either of those things. Eat, Plus, train, can't work. do a, yeah, yeah, it's,
0: yeah, you just want to get your, your – man, that's I, – I feel terrible. That's the worst because I've been through it now twice. Full, big recoveries. And yeah. uh, the first time I sat in my basement and played uh, I'd Be Better Off in a Pine Box by a country singer named Doug Stone uh. for about three weeks and just drank myself. And I remember my wife coming down there and say, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, why? She goes, this is the saddest uh. thing I've ever seen. When I was fighting, yeah. then once I could get a barbell or anything in my hands or do anything at all, it was just that's that's great. I, I just want to keep doing it. I would I would rehab. I was rehabbing at four in the morning this last time, from four to six a.m. to go to work and barely yeah. use my one arm, and then you know go back home and, and train anything I could at night. And I just did that for I think three or four months doing doubles like that, and that just helped a ton. Even though I it, I wasn't looking any different really, I just felt differently.
2: Oh yeah, and that's really the more important thing, you know. Um yeah, I can I can totally sympathize with talk about basically just drinking <laughs> the the day like I you know, as I've gotten older, I've i be, become uh drinking less and less, you know, and and I know you may not approve that uh, <laughs> but uh <laughs> no, you know, in, in in over the course of 2021, you know, I uh I really hardly drank at all, you know, and like I think I could count on one hand it was really until I went to a wedding in August that I could I probably had three drinks literally over the entire year. You know what I mean? I was really Hey, that's nothing and, to brag about Herbie. Yeah, come on, quit talking about that. Not good. <laughs> no, 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 oh, yeah. No, I'm not I'm not bragging at all. You know, <laughs> but you know, it, like once this happened, uh, I'll tell you what, it was it was wasn't a whole lot of time before I took a trip to Devmo and um Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, um definitely took a trip started- <laughs> Oh, Bev- do you guys have Bevmo out there? No, we never heard of that. That's no. why I didn't know what oh, you said. Okay, Was that okay. some kind of Maybe pot distillery thing. or something? So it's it's a store. So it stands for beverages and more. And it's just they sell oh just what milk, the name says, store. beverages. Yeah, and so and they have just like a really good variety of all kinds of things. And so,
0: um, yeah, the last time, like a year, it's been a year and a half or something now. I uh, remember I sat in the couch and I didn't move much for for two weeks because. Yeah, I was at risk of retiring again if I moved or fell or anything. Yeah. So I, I sat on that couch a lot and uh, drank, didn't <laughs> eat very well, and I watched Vikings. And I uh, every night I watched the, the show Vikings, and then every day I watched the show Aerial America and <laughs> pretended I was in different states. <laughs> and that got me through it. And then after those two weeks, I was, you know, on my road to recovery. But
2: so, anyway. yeah, so for me, for me, it's been Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah. Oh, you never oh, see yeah. that show? I, so that's the thing. I never saw it before. Oh, that's a great and then show. I, everyone, I heard it. I knew it was a big hit, and everyone liked it. For some reason, yeah. the little commercials I saw just like didn't look appealing. But oh, you know, cool. when I realized, oh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to be laid up for a while. What season I'll are you on? I'm almost at the end now. Oh so man, it is great. That's a good. That's I've been a good show. It like man. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I mean, I'll tell you what, man. Like, and I guess this is a testament to how good the acting is, but like. I just want to ring Walter White's neck like every episode <laughs> yep. and, and Jesse. I want to oh, I hate Jesse punch Jesse. Yeah, I know it. Yeah. And it, it's gotten to a point in every character like, you know, uh, Skyler, Marie. Like, What about this, Hank? Like, I like Hank, You, the, the detective or whatever. H- Hank's all right. But, th- but then he even he started bothering me like by the maybe third season. Well, what you about know, really?
0: And in the, in the, who's the other idiot that's in there? The, the, the scummy uh, lawyer guy. Oh, uh, Saul! Saul, better call Saul. Yeah,
2: you know the thing. Thi- so Saul didn't bother me as much because it's kind of like he, you, you get what you like. Like with Wall, he's he's <laughs> such a bad liar. You know what I mean? And he's and he's saying lie- He's just lying his way through things that where he, he's making bad decisions. He's, you know, whereas he's like, like believing the show. <laughs> You're yeah, really into the
0: show.
1: This is his oh, life yeah. now.
0: Yeah, it is. That's his life. It's went from powerlifting to being the best in the world to uh, <laughs> believing Breaking Bad is real. <laughs> I love yeah, it. That's nah, what injuries do to you,
2: man. Yeah, yeah man. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, thanks Thanks for – thankfully there's uh, entertainment like that because it definitely – it makes the time go by. Yeah, it helps.
0: Know? It helped me watching something. You know, give me something to do. Yeah. Because, you, know, you know, you go from doing – like I was doing shit all the time to nothing and being
1: injured. Definitely. You can't
2: do shit for yourself. I'd have to have my then, wife shower this, me and everything else.
1: That sounds nice. Then, then,
2: then every now and then you run into someone who makes you feel guilty because they're like, "Oh wow, like you, you're stuck at home. Like what books have you read?" And I'm like, oh. "Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh. <Yeah. laughs> I've been watching TV. Yeah, I've
0: I've read many Leatherbound books in the last couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah. So you were you were a wrestler starting out, right? You went to. A,
1: yeah, you were big, a stud
0: wrestler in college, weren't you? Well, you went to a big university, wrestled, and then – See, I don't really know your background too well. I knew you were oh, yeah. a wrestler. Chippendales. I don't know how you got out to Boss Barbell with Dan Green. <laughs> and then uh, – I don't know. I don't really know any of that story
2: too much. So, yeah. So, so I, I'm originally from California, and, um, you know, and I wrestled through high school, and California, I wrestled in college. So I wrestled I at uh, – Two different colleges, actually. Um, first, Bucknell University. I was there for two years. What, would you get and thrown, then out, trans- thrown out for drinking? Or <laughs> <laughs> No. You know, um, I mean, I had a great time there. I did drink a fair amount there, but um, I was actually in a fraternity there, believe it or not. Oh, um, God, never. I mean, I've never considered myself a fraternity guy, but, like, <laughs> boy. it was – so I, I think the setting is important. Like, so Bucknell, it's in the middle of Pennsylvania, so it's actually – it's in Amish country you know so very rural but so you have to be very people, smart to go there uh it's a good it's a good academic school it's are you wait a second are you smart oh i wouldn't i wouldn't go that far uh, i don't pretty know smart you pretty, made pretty in a smart college college in columbus town hey you know um i don't know athletics can kind of help you help, uh grease the skids yeah, getting it's into places that's true oh, yeah. uh <laughs> But uh, you know, it's in the middle of nowhere, and people so people don't really leave campus much. Like it's the opposite of a commuter school where people stay, and especially when winter hits, because you know, fairly, it's not as bad as Illinois, but it, you know, snows a lot, and so people just party. You know, what I mean, it. it um, oh, yeah. I know. And so Greek life is a big thing for the social scene, and like as a wrestler there, there was one fraternity that kind of all the wrestlers would go in. So it was like I was kind of a a brother before i even officially like pledged like they would i'd always be at the house and it was you know like a lot of fraternity culture had there's definitely some douchiness to it um and this fraternity like we would sometimes call it the anti-fraternity because like the guys there it wasn't this douchey like elitist kind of attitude it was just like Pretty much everyone was either an athlete or a former athlete. Like we all got along. Like yeah,
0: we were. Like, you come into this fraternity, we're gonna beat the shit out of you. Is what you guys were like. <laughs> it was, it was,
2: it was, yeah, it was, it was more like a team, you know, and yeah. like through threw parties and had fun and you know. So, so I really liked it, but they they ended up cutting the wrestling program. You know, um, a lot of a lot of college wrestling programs have been cut over the years, and so that um, so my sophomore year was the last year they had the program. It ended up getting brought back like five or six years later, but you know, huh. obviously that um, didn't work for me. So, so I applied to a bunch of schools to transfer to keep wrestling, and Duke was like the long shot. You know what I mean? Like there is, I was actually really set.
0: smart to get into Duke. I know that. <laughs> well, yeah, that's why I was a long shot. I wasn't thinking,
2: okay, I'm not going to get in. So, what well, they? I, I guess, was actually
0: What did you get? Do you guys do ACT scores, or is it SAT? Uh, I did SAT. Okay, I don't know anything like that then. I don't know even it, what a good number is. I know ACT because I scored extremely low on it. So,
2: <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, I think uh, it's just a regional thing. Like, I think, you know, where I'm from, yeah. I don't, no one took ACTs. It was all SAT, but, um, yeah, like. Uh, well, and all that
0: got erased because you went to school after one year, so you had to have good grades at Bucknell to get into Duke,
2: Correct. Yeah, decent grades. Like, you know, I uh, I did better in high school than I did in college. You know, I'll put it that way. And um, so. So but, you go to Duke? What happened at uh, Duke? So Were you on the lacrosse team? Ah, you know, <laughs> fun, okay. Here, here's a funny story on that. So I knew I knew a lot of those guys. Um oh because, boy, here we go. Because so I graduated in 2005. Right. And there was actually the, the wrestling team and the lacrosse team, uh, kind of got along. There was a lot of like social interaction between the two. Right. But in addition to that, um, so in order to, you know, Duke, Duke's uh, colleges are, are, were back then weren't as expensive as they are now, but they're still pretty freaking expensive. And so even with, you know, whatever aid and things like that, like there's still a lot of money. And so I worked as a, an RA, a resident advisor. So like <laughs> that, you know what I mean? And so yeah. like, you're a nerd. <laughs> no i had a covered room and board brother yeah. you know uh, he's an ra in the dorms oh yeah and and so and i think cuz you know i definitely didn't fit in with the other ra's i was kind of oh, different you i couldn't guess. Have fit in with the ra's you had to stand out like a motherfucker <laughs> but so there was um so they gave me a, a bunch of the lacrosse players all were in the same dorm and they and they were in my dorm um and so, and I think they, you know, the lacrosse players, they partied like crazy. I mean, they were dragging kegs up the stairs into their room and just doing all kinds of stuff. And I was definitely like one of the most kind of laid back RAs. Yeah, uh, you'd have been a good RA to have. <laughs> they, oh, thank you. Yeah. So, I mean, so I got to know
0: those guys a lot.
2: Tom, do you even know um, what they did? Do you know no we're what we're
0: talking about? There's a, there, well, I don't, I think, I, I don't watch sports. Everybody. Well, it wasn't to do with sports, it was a big national thing that oh, it was a huge was
2: huge, like huge. the biggest thing going on that whole year whatever year that was yeah, yeah. so that was 2006 so that Six. was the year after I left um and it actually I think um ESPN does that what's called like 30 for 30 or something yeah they had one of those on them yeah so there's a good documentary I haven't finished it but I saw like the first half of it that they have on the whole thing it's oh, called yeah. the Duke lacrosse yeah. scandal you got time now so <laughs> uh, you know I gotta find it yeah so yeah. um ESPN no, plus so I actually started I started watching it on an airplane when I was flying out to uh or flying back from Kansas City for uh the showdown meet recently. Um so I don't know if I get that channel. But um but yeah, it, it was a big scandal where the I mean the lacrosse guys they they definitely party really hard and they had um I guess a couple strippers over at their off campus house and um one of the uh, or dancers, sorry, know uh, um and uh, one of them claimed that a group several of the lacrosse players uh, uh raped her, you know, sexually assaulted her oh boy. and and it um I'm trying to say this in the most like diplomatic ways possible, like so there's a lot what's called the town gown relations are pretty rough at Duke. so Duke is located in the city of Durham, which is. Um, it's, uh, it's not the greatest city. I mean, it's, you know, it's fairly like low income, yeah. fairly high crime, stuff like that. And so there's a lot of like polarization, you know, where like, you know, a lot of the Duke kids are these rich, yeah. like Southern, oh, yeah. like yeah, I see elites. What you're
1: saying. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And so, you know, the dancer was, you know, from the sit- town, whereas the, I mean, the, the lacrosse players, these guys are mostly like very. Rich Long Island, you know Northeast, right. yeah, right. Right, people, complete and opposite. Totally, 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 and so it this just like lit up, it like ignited the powder keg that was the Duke versus Durham kind of relationship, and there were like protests in the street. It
0: was huge on
2: huge, 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 and then to make it even it. worse, the district attorney of Durham at that time, this guy named Mike Nifong, he was up for reelection, and he knew that if he took this case and pushed it as hard as he could against the lacrosse players that it would increase his chances of re-election oh, yeah. cuz he would get the he'd get the town behind him right politics so yeah and so he you know long story short he ends up getting disbarred because he he Jesus. you know screwed, yeah he I think he pushed like false evidence he did a lot of shady stuff to push the case against these lacrosse players when ultimately it was found that it was a false accusation. It was all not you know? true. And yeah. I mean, it ruined those so, kids' lives.
0: Like, it was, it was bad. It went on for, like, a year.
2: Oh, yeah. It was – It was, it was yeah, really it was huge. Like, so um, – Huh. Yeah, yeah.
0: so it was uh, – That's crazy. Yeah, I didn't know you were any part of that at all. I mean, not saying you were a part <laughs> of it, but, like, even knew who <laughs> those people were or anything.
2: Well, yeah. So, okay, so get this. So, so I was there for that, and then also – you know, a year and a half before that. So the summer before I graduated, I, I got my degree in public policy and <laughs> I had to, and so in order to, to get that part of the degree requirements is to do a, a summer internship in a policy related field. So I wor- I lived in New York city that summer and I worked at a campaign office and it was for the attorney general of New York at the time who was going to run for governor. Oh, Cuomo. No, 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 not him. No, Uh it was Elliot Spitzer? <laughs> what? Elliot Spitzer? Spitzer, yeah. the
0: guy who had his dick out,
2: right? Was that Spitzer? Uh, That's Anthony no, Weiner. That, Anthony Weiner. Okay, then but, what?
0: Spitzer did something really dumb too.
2: He did. He did. Yeah. So he got <laughs> um he got caught utilizing. I think it was called the Empire Club, but it was like this really high end like escort service in New York city that a lot of the, you know, the big wigs were using. And, and I guess there was a, a certain escort that he kept going to and he ended up getting caught, you know, for that. And yeah. had to resign. I
0: remember all that too. Yeah.
2: But so the, what Wait, I'm getting at, you're in a is, lot of scandals, buddy. Yeah. Herbie. Well, so, so, okay, so listen to this, listen to this. Oh, so boy. I, do you remember president 2000- Bush or not Bush Clinton? <laughs> <laughs> no. Nah, okay. So 2000, I gave him a cigar. Go ahead. 2007, I worked uh, on an ambulance as an EMT. And I remember, you know, so I'm pretty fresh out of college. And I remember talking with, you know, just people at the ambulance company. And they're learning this stuff about me. And they started calling me Forrest Gump. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, because. You've you're been everywhere. Was, <laughs> right. The forest was, you know, present <laughs> for a lot of, like, major events. Yeah, major
0: events. And you're and there. You're, so, yeah,
2: you're in the background of all this shit. Hey, yeah. there, there's Herbie. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> You're just looking on. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, it's hilarious, man. I didn't know you were part of any of that. What are no, they? Yeah, I mean, then what then you went back to California and
2: Yeah. So after I graduated, um, I moved back I moved back home. Um Which is where? Then, Which
0: is by San Francisco somewhere?
2: Yeah, yeah, San Francisco. And um just kind of worked odd jobs, figuring out what I was going to do, and then I, I never, I never really was too keen on San Francisco, to be honest. But I felt the, the need to stay close to the family, so I moved down to the South Bay, where I still live, is like an hour south and more, you know, close to where B- Boss Barbell is. So, and were um, you
0: out there when Rowdy Piper was living in Alcatraz for a month, or was that fake on wrestling? Oh, back in like the I, late I '90s no, or something. That, Brody Piper was living in Alcatraz, preparing for this match against Hulk Hogan. I had no idea. No, I didn't. I okay, didn't know that. I don't I mean, know if you knew that or not. He was he was out there. He was, San Francisco. Watch my fist go. He was living in Alcatraz, uh, okay. eating cockroaches. So I didn't know if you were a part of that too or not.
2: <laughs> no, that was I a big you know big
0: event in the United States at the time. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sound sound like it. Yeah.
2: Sure it was. On the cover of Time magazine. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So. You know, it was it was a, a few years after I was in the South Bay and and kind of just training at commercial gyms that um a few like people who knew about powerlifting kind of uh, talked to me and said hey you should compete and then and that was around the same time that Dan was becoming a name you know and and he just started uh, Boss Barbell and so several people said hey you you know, mentioned his name and. You know, and so it took a few months, but like I tried a meat, and I liked it, and um, it and that just that was it. Yeah. Well you got that taste.
1: Uh, what you what year was this? Like thirteen or something? Uh, right at the
2: beginning of two thousand fourteen. Two
1: thousand fourteen. What were your numbers in weight class? Do you remember? Oh,
2: I I remember it all, buddy. Um, it was. Yeah, everyone remembers their first time. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah. Short and sweet. Um, yeah. So it was uh, February twenty fourteen. Uh, it was at a, a great gym called Old School Iron uh, in Vacaville, what? Vacaville, California. Really good people over there. Good meets. And I, uh, I competed at two hundred and twenty, uh, not cutting weight. So, I mean, I, I, I was, what was the term? Blue. Like, I, I mean, I was very like, I didn't green. have a belt. Green. Green. Okay, yeah, <laughs> green. I, I didn't. Very blue. <laughs> Sorry, I don't, no. you were sad. I don't know that was his balls after he got that fucking injury. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so i didn't um i didn't have a belt uh I, I didn't have like a true powerlifting singlet i just had my old uh wrestling singlet now, awesome.
0: in a wrestling singlet the first one
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> Same I, way. I, I, I you know i had some uh Converse all-stars and fish. um and that was it and so uh and i didn't even really know about the whole 24-hour weigh-in thing i just kind of like i just knew okay if i show up so like I skipped breakfast and I made 220. You know what I mean? It was like it was easy. Right. And I had just gotten out of the fire academy too, so I was I had lost a fair amount of weight in the fire academy, so I was like well, pretty darn lean anyway. Um and yeah, squat was I think 540 and bench. So in yeah, squat I went 3 for 3. So my third was like 540. Bench, I opened with 365 and then went for or 363 whatever and I went for 385 on my second and didn't get it and then didn't get it on my third you know so that was like disappointing because I'd, I'd done it in training so I, I don't know what happened there and then deadlift I went three for three and on my third it was like 635 so the total was like
0: 1540 yeah, yeah. my my same my first meet ever was like the same time and oh nice it was like the same almost a similar story I had the wrestling singlet. It was an orange and black DeKalb Wrestling High School that's near me. All right. one of My buddies runs, like, that program, so he gave me a wrestling singlet. Nice. And, uh, yeah, I, I competed at 220, but I was, like, 210 maybe, right? Okay. Remember that
1: time? No. What?
0: It was, like, WAP. It was my first one. My second one did really well.
1: I, I totaled, like, 2028.
0: 20, my second one. My first one, I when I squatted, I remember, 655 was my squat, raps. And I had a really good bench. My bench was, like, 470-something because that's all I did. I didn't know how to do anything else, really. These guys taught me because, um, like, I was similar. I was squat. I was just doing shit with people in, like, Wright's gym. Yep. Uh, strongest <laughs> idiot.
1: Strongest idiot in, strongest the
0: idiot in like, the, the county. People knew me in my town and everywhere else, but not anywhere else, you know, in the country. But, yeah, and uh, my bench is always my biggest thing, obviously. And then uh, I don't know what I did. with 600 or something, I think. I don't know. But I totally – I think close to eighteen hundred maybe. I don't remember. But I have it I have it on video. It. It's still on the fucking YouTube. Nice.
2: Yeah. But Yeah, that's a that's a great total for a first meet. I mean, regardless.
0: Yeah, the, the I was training at a at a gym and uh they're like, Hey, these this guy uh, Ernie the Little Senior thinks you can like be one of the best benchers in the world. you know, come on over to us. So then after that I went over to them and started training with those guys. So kinda of similar to how you went with Dan there.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So you went and trained with the Lily Bridges.
0: Yeah. Then we all trained together for a few years there.
1: Yeah. We trained together for what five years until
0: the the kind of the, the, gym, the team
1: just fell apart. The team fell, team apart. fell apart. The gym, gym was leaking, and that f-
0: gym actually fell apart. Yeah, that gym was taken away, and then we all went our separate ways after that, pretty much. But there was a few years there, man. Man, we had some of the strongest guys in the world. The at Derek the time.
2: Kendall. Aunt oh Rich. man, you know, I, I've seen so many videos of, of you guys training out there. Like, um, so I'll, yeah. so. Eric Lillybridge and the Bridges in general, I've been a fan of before I even got into powerlifting. Yeah, you know what I mean. And so, um, you know, so he's always been Eric. Eric's always been one of my favorites, and and so yeah, I watched those videos, and then you know, see, you know, Derek Kendall in there too. And then I finally met Derek when he came out for Bossy Bosses too. Yeah, and, and that guy's a monster.
0: Oh, Kendall was awesome. Yeah. yeah, he's he went to New York and <clears throat> never seen again. Deleted everything. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, he he, he got into bodybuilding. Yeah, we well, got back into. Yeah, bodybuilding. he wasn't
0: bodybuilding yeah. before he got into powerlifting, and then.
1: Yeah, he oh, stepped he on, on stage. List, so he went back. At like two forty, like clean, Oh wow. Obviously, you know, I'm bodybuilding. Yeah. You're like insane Cause yeah. I I follow his wife still, and his wife like sometimes pulls pictures. I'm like, Jesus Christ, he's still a monster.
0: <laughs> yeah, we had yeah. we had a lot of guys out there. Yeah. Me and Tom, the Bridges, Derek, um, some of the girls were, were top girls at the time then. Yeah, that's like
1: when girls just started getting into the sport. Like, yeah. Well, you know, like more and more
2: prevalent. Yeah, like
0: 2014, 15, all that time period, 15, yeah. 16.
2: Man. Did, uh, did Ed Cohn come by? much? I know he's an Illinois guy.
0: Ed would be out there a little bit, but usually it was uh, Ernie Franz. I don't know if you know him.
2: Uh, oh, yeah. Ernie I, is, you know. was
0: considered like the godfather of powerlifting. He was just – especially, I mean, he invented so much stuff he never even got credit for. Yeah. And uh, he was huge, huge, huge name out yeah, he here. He invented the
1: monolith.
0: He invented the monolith, yeah. But no one ever, like, oh, man. knows it. So it just, Ernie, he, he owned a gym in downtown Aurora, which isn't far from, from where we live. And, uh, I mean, people in the 90s would, would come all over from the country to train there on the weekends. Uh At, wow. this, at this mecca of powerlifting men. You know, there's nobody in – was all suits and everything back then and all that shit you know into the early 2000s until uh supposedly somehow it burned down. I don't know there's been a lot of stories about how it got burned down and <laughs> who did it and everything else but yeah it burned down yeah. and um and then when we opened that or when they opened up uh Barbell Central which that was the last gym we all trained at together. We had like the Ernie Franz little room there, and Ernie yeah. would come over. Fuck, I was deadlifting with a guy who was like eighty years old or at his eighty-third birthday. <laughs> I'm deadlifting with him. He's pulling off blocks and shit. You oh. know? So it's just it's just cool. It was awesome. It was a good time. It was a good time of like powerlifting
2: here. Yeah, it was. Especially.
1: It all yeah. yeah.
2: You know, I had I, I, I had heard of Ernie Franz, but I didn't fully appreciate the extent of his legacy until I know he passed away recently. yeah and Yeah. And when I saw all the posts, because, you know, like I said, I'm a fan of all the Lily Bridges and yeah. I know you posted and Eddie Cohn and all these guys, and I'm looking at the pictures and the reading the captions, I'm like, good Lord. I mean, you know, this guy did, did so much stuff. He won like a national powerlifting meet and the same day he won like a
0: national bodybuilding contest all in the same day, which has like never been done wow. before. Yeah. It's just wow. nuts. So, yeah. And a really good dude. He's an awesome guy.
2: Yeah, so. he sounds like it.
0: Yep. Ernie Franz. The first time I ever met him, I was in high school. And I competed at oh, his nice. gym there. And I was the only one in a wrestling swing at the time, too, because everybody was competing. <laughs> it was like 2000, and everybody had the shirts on, and I'd never seen them before. They all looked like mummies and shit. And I, I benched there. I was like, actually, that was my first competition. And then I never competed again until, you know, in 2014. Oh, okay. I, I think I benched like 300 some pounds there. And I think I was a senior in high school. Oh, in, nice. In Aurora, Illinois. Home of Wayne's World.
1: Yeah, that's always oh yeah, that's always good. party on Wayne mm-hmm. party on Garth. Hey, what uh, what for people who don't know, what's your profession? You do like three in one
0: job. Well, hold on, hold on. At, right? Here, what's your profession? Did, did you see the video of when he gave me a sobriety test? No, at the LA Fit Expo. I don't follow oh, you on Instagram. Hell, my,
2: my buddy, my buddy did that. Yeah,
0: John Jersic was called me tonight. My other buddy's a, a ranch cop. He's a cop over here, and he oh. said it was one of the greatest videos ever when he gave me a sobriety <laughs> test. Oh, dude,
2: that was that was fantastic. Yeah, I um. So I work for a public safety department, which is a combined um, police and fire department, and as well we're all EMTs as well. So um, that's some
0: kind of California term.
2: The, oh EMT? No, no, like Public safety. <laughs> oh, Public department? safety. So no, it, all it, it, everything? it's it's, it's unique. Oh no, it's unique to the you know like the city I work for. It's like pretty much. I think it's the only. It's the biggest city that does it. There's some small towns that do it, um, but it's definitely unique on the national scale for combining everything. And it's done that for, you know, since like 1950. So it's, yeah, it's, you know, everything comes down to money. It saves the city a lot of money um, because – you guys get
0: paid more for that?
2: uh, You should. In in theory, a little bit more, but not, you know, not substantially more than the surrounding uh, police and fire departments in the area. Hmm. Um, it's, but yeah, there's a lot of training. So So, what you guys like
0: go, you're like a fireman, you're sleeping. And then all of a sudden a call comes out. You either throw your cop uniform on or your, or your fireman uniform on.
2: So, well, so, okay. So it's kind of the flip, flip those around. So the, you, you know, like you either work in the fire division or the police division and every year that can change. And, um, if you're in the fire division, kind of everything you do, is the same as any other firefighter. You're in the firehouse, right. um, uh, and we do have uh, gun locks on the fire engines, so that's probably different than other fire departments. But, um, but like, and you can still work overtime on the on the police side, but in and the, the fire side as it's firefighting and EMS. Do you get to choose, or
0: room. they tell you what to do?
2: Yeah, you you put in what's called a, a duty preference sheet you know, and that's like three months before the end of the team year, which is late February. You put, you put that in and the administration mostly based on seniority yeah. decides where to go. And so it obviously, especially now firemen, um, <laughs> yeah, fire is much more preferred. Yeah, um, definitely. And it's, it's absolutely. And even before the current climate, it was, it was much more preferred. It's I'll be frank. It's an easier job. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, um, the stats it's it's less dangerous overall it's oh, yeah. less stressful um you yeah. deal with le- just less kind of you deal with less of the human factor and you right. know, humans are very unpredictable and can be very um you know problematic whereas you know burning right. structures are yeah, kind of like you're the heroes cutting, then you know you're coming in and saving the fires oh <laughs> oh man yeah so that's the funny thing. I mean, working both sides, like you just see that the perception among the public, when you're right. literally the same person <laughs> mm-hmm. and you're you're providing the same service, yeah, you you're, just you're, just you're protecting public safety in some fashion. But like the reception from a, a lot of people is very different. Um, but that's yeah, that's just the way it is. Um, so yeah, but so on the the so on the fire side, you largely do the same duties as a firefighter, but you could work overtime on the police side. Nice, now nice. on the police side is where the kind of everything comes together because in the trunk of a patrol car, you have your fire turnouts and, and you also have usually in the backseat or depends where you want to carry it, a medical bag. So like say a a heart attack call comes out, they'll send the fire engine and the ambulance, but they'll also send a uh, patrol at one or two patrol officers. So like, Strictly medical, you know what I mean um so if it's just a medical call of a certain if it's high enough priority like you need people there right away, like c p r things like that, they'll send two patrol officers and um and if there's a fire uh that reaches a certain criteria like smoke showing, flame showing things like that, they'll send the six nearest patrol officers and then you like literally park your patrol car you know near the fire engines. A lot of times you get there before the fire engines, um, and then you jump out of your car, you take off your uniform, and you throw on your uh, fire turnouts. It's like Superman. Damn. A little bit, yeah. I mean, it's um. there's definitely no room for modesty, I mean because it can, you're literally like in the middle of the street, and of course if there's a fire, all the neighbors are coming out. Oh, yeah. You know, like, what's going on? Herbie's naked. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Again, yeah pretty much. What's he doing? Pretty much. <laughs> so yeah. when would
0: you train, then, if you're – you guys – would you train? Oh, him? train. Uh, you train like, like – like How's your training work around your schedule?
2: Oh, okay. So, um, I let's see. So, when I was in the firehouse, uh, fire shifts are twenty-four hours long, so eight a.m. to eight a.m. And so, I would sometimes right at eight go go to boss uh, in the morning, or go home and you know rest a little bit, and then go train later in the afternoon on the days off. Right. right. Um, then, so I worked sort of on the police side. I worked as a detective for five years. Jeez. And Whoa. that is, that is, you know, largely daytime hours, but you're also on call all the time. So for that, I would, I would work until like 6 p.m. And then I'd go to the gym after work to train. Um, then back on the patrol side, I typically work uh, like a late swing shift. So... Um, I start at 4 p.m., go to 4 p.m. to 3 a.m. And so sometimes if I, if I train on a work day, I'll, like, get to the gym at 1, train from, like, 1 to 3, and then go to work. Oh, yeah. Um, but mostly, especially, like, my heavy, like, hard training days, I just do it on my days off. Um, and, and I really – I try to make the most of the days off because during the days on – and those days rotate. I don't have, like, set days. Um, you know, I'm generally pretty, pretty tired and, you know, just try and focus on the job
1: huh man that's wild. you're fucking all over the place yeah that's kind of nice you know you don't get stuck in like some boring routine you can always kind of be doing something different so it's kind of cool
2: oh, i agree yeah that it's definitely nice to have options and kind of a varied uh skill set um and just to see kind of how everything comes together you know because a lot of calls involve all aspects you know and so you know whereas in the past it's very you kind of just focus on one one aspect of it in this case you can kind of cover all all three.
1: So, right.
0: So, uh-huh. what's it like when you first started training with Dan Green? What's it like training with Dan Green? I've only met him twice. Oh,
2: so um he's like a very I mean, kind of
0: private, shy guy every time I met him. <laughs> I don't know how he is, you know, you know, personally.
2: So, yeah, I mean, so Dan is um he's pretty qu- quiet, I guess. Um I don't know if I'd say shy. I think he's just kind of just the way he comes across is like reserved but I mean great guy he's been a huge huge like uh resource inspiration he's been a good friend coach I mean kind of all these different titles put together for me um and yeah it's been great you know he he's what I like is that obviously he's very talented as a lifter but he's also a student of the game like he's been in for a long time he's always learning He's always trying new new techniques, like he's very open minded, you know, to like he's not doesn't not set in his ways of oh, it has to be this way. Yeah. You know? And you know, and he's gone through ups and downs, he's gone through different trying certain things that don't work. You know, like a lot of people don't know that he wasn't a sumo puller at first. A lot of people just think, Oh, damn, he's a sumo polar. He tried went to sumo, then came back to conventional, went to sumo, came back, and it was the third time that it's stuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, he's, uh, just with all that experience, like he's a wealth of knowledge and, and he, and he shares it too. Like he's not, he's not like holding on to like secrets, you know what I mean? Right. right. So him and I have a lot, I think we have a lot in common just in our kind of like training style and the way we kind of go about things that it's just been like a coincidence that, you know, we happen to be in the same area and, but I happen to go to his gym because we, uh, I like training with him a lot. You know, some of my best sets and best reps have been like when we're training together.
0: Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Because you feed off each other. It's right. always good to have yeah. somebody yeah. that's, and you, you know, need
1: somebody that same caliber, right? You know I mean, like, it, it helps is, a
0: ton. It's hard right. without it. Yeah. yeah. No, I see when I first started seeing you, it was I think, I don't know, I saw you in some videos. I'm like, who the fuck's this guy training at? Uh, Dan's gym. Yeah, right. <clears throat>
2: this guy looks like a freak. Well, you know, it's funny, Huck. Is is you told me that the first time we met? You know, and because it was at the Arnold in 2018, oh, and yeah. Yeah. yeah, and 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 so I was uh, outside of the main expo center, but like in the hallway or whatever. You know what I mean? And yeah, um, and I remember you like run up and grab me, and you're like, <laughs> you're like, we're having a drink, and you say so you like bring me over to the bar. And you say something like, "This is that guy. I saw you uh, training with Dan Green." You yeah. Know, like, and then um, and then obviously you know we hit it off. Well, I'm pretty and- I'm
0: pretty shy, so
2: I don't know if that's true or <laughs> not. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, <laughs> I love the I'm Arnold shy. man. I wish
0: uh, I, I I guess I hear the Arnold's back, but I don't know if if it's going to be big. If it's, people
2: are going, what's the deal? I just heard about it last week. Man, yeah. What? I mean, I, I just heard about it for the first time recently. You know, and yeah. I mean, that's – If it was anything a,
0: like it, it was, I would definitely go again. I don't know. I, I no, love I the mean, Arles. I, just I, seeing everybody.
2: That's what's cool about it, you know? hundred percent. I mean, that's like like this uh, – or not this, but 2020, mm-hmm. you know, right when COVID hit and uh, canceled everything. Yeah. Like that was such a – like I, I was like a few hours away from going to the airport to fly out to Columbus. Yeah, I know. I, I always had my it.
0: shit packed. My wife yeah, had been man. working for months on, on stock and everything. And all of a sudden, boom, the day before, we were leaving.
2: And and that that was, like, I'd say, like, because you talked about, like, just seeing everybody is the big thing. Like, for me, and I I bet it's the same with you guys, like, it's kind of the only place, like, in the cage or in the Arnold in general, but definitely in the cage. Like, it's the only place where I feel normal, if that makes sense. Right. You know, where, like, because in my everyday life, whether it's at work or just out and about, I mean, I – I don't feel normal and that doesn't, not, it's not a bad feeling, but it's like, you know, a lot of people don't get, no, like you got the a lot of cheap, same, you know?
0: same type of people there. Yeah. I completely understand.
2: Yeah. You go to like, like your okay,
0: job okay. or anywhere. People definitely, you're an oddity.
2: Right. You know? Right. And it's like, you know, the show cheers, you know, where it's like, uh, sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And, or, you know, and you're always, uh, yeah, you're agree. always glad you came, I guess, The, uh, you know, um, it's not so much everybody knowing your name, but it's more like you just have this thing in common, this passion for training and yeah. for trying to get as big and freaking strong as possible, you know, right. it's the same drive yeah. And similar experiences. You know, you can't, you don't get that anywhere else.
0: No, no, I, I'm, I guess I got to decide in the next month if I'm having a booth or not. I don't know. Um, Cause that's coming yeah. up That's March. So I don't know what's going on with any of that. I don't know. Huh. I don't even know who's. I mean, the main sponsor was Redcon, but they pulled out.
2: Yeah, it sounds like a lot of a lot of people pulled out. I mean, and, I mean, just the fact that we're just hearing about it now too. I don't. That's not that's, a really good sign. That's weird. Know? Yeah, because not a good start. I remember I'd have to like book my shit like
0: a year in advance.
1: Right. Right. Before. Right. That's... Like
0: you got to book a hotel room, you got to book your booth and all that bullshit. But I just heard about it a week ago, and I looked on there and I didn't see anybody's name really. So I don't know what's going on with it.
1: Not good.
2: Then I heard the
0: L.A. Fit Expo. I talked to that uh, C.T. Fletcher out there, and they're having a thing in May out in California.
2: Oh, an L.A. Fit Expo in May?
0: Yeah, That's what C.T. was saying. He said uh, he's going to have that thing,
2: Iron Wars, there in May, and then so is the Fit Expo on the same weekend. Oh, nice. Yeah, that was the last time you and I saw each other. I guess you went to that. I didn't make it, but the C.T. had the Iron Wars. Yeah, well the last time I saw you was at the uh with the strength cartel. Right? Or was that after uh, no no, no. It, was, it was after that that, that you came by because I was down uh recruiting at the LA Fit Expo.
0: Was that after that? I don't I can't remember. Yeah, that I was because
2: was... that was that was January of uh twenty twenty, the when oh, we went to Strength Yeah,
0: car- you're right. The strength cartel was before yeah. that then
2: strength cartel was like april or may of 2019
0: okay yeah yeah I, I was, yeah, I was, was already awesome. down
2: there for the kern
0: yeah i remember you came out and we did that stupid bench that bench always gets views every time i repost it too uh, Dude, that bench that is was, so stupid but it, it's funny that, as
2: fuck that was that was such a good time man oh, like, i was so
0: fired up that day man i i i'm i think i uh close gripped like over 500 pounds with a close grip bench right and down in yeah. tequila and everything man it was just in in the vibe was awesome it was just good atmosphere oh
2: dude oh those guys are great man i uh had a really good time and then yeah
0: then you showed up and it it was great (laughs) and then we we held each other's hands and benched together
2: (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah yeah that's you're
0: right and then yeah the la fit expo was the last big thing they had yeah i mean i get yeah
1: hey what's california like now i heard it's like terrible
0: everything shut down all you hear here is how bad california is
2: how was it by you yeah it I mean, yeah it 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 sucks. Uh, you know, I think yeah, like the po- politics in this state are just a mess. Um, and see, everybody's the, leaving California. Everybody's going to Texas. Uh, oh, people are going to Arizona, yeah. Texas, Idaho, Florida, Tennessee, Montana. I um, see a lot of people going there too. Yeah, and it's you know it definitely creates some backlash in those areas understandably because oh, yeah, because
0: they're bringing all their views over there.
2: Right. 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 And I think, you know, if you're leaving a state for certain reasons and maybe those reasons kind of relate to the way you've been voting, then don't <laughs> vote that way in the play <laughs> in yeah. the places you're going to like, right. right? Like yeah. that, that just seems kind of logical to me. Um,
0: yeah, they're leaving in droves, man. Everybody's leaving California.
2: Yeah. It's a mass exodus. It's, you know, this past year and a half, it's been a real shame to see a ton of businesses get shut down and closed. Oh, um, it's, and then the job itself, you know, where I, you know, am out and about, you see a lot more, you know, just bad stuff. I mean, the homeless population has gone up, like the encampments are bigger. The areas where yeah. they're, they're out are bigger. The suicides are up. Overdoses are up. <sighs> mental health crises are up. Like, just kind of everything it's it's not a good you know you kind of make yeah it makes you worry about the future, yeah, are you're staying out there, <laughs> well, I have to, you know I mean my for now like my um yeah you you know, my job is as as non mobile as it gets um yeah yeah you, right.
0: you have a pension and all that out there, like a retirement the,
2: yeah, yeah, so it's pension yeah. um and so i'm I'm in an okay position in that like. I don't know. I've always, my whole life, I've always been kind of a saver. Like I haven't, I've never been. I mean, if you saw the car I, I drove for most of my life, like it's, I live very, I live pretty, I live under my means. I'll put it that way. Um, and so, I kind of, a lot of that is just kind of the mentality of, of being being ready for something bad to happen, being ready for. <laughs> He's like rainy day. Yeah. <laughs> what are you burying you your know, money
0: in the yard too? Yeah. He didn't trust banks.
2: Yeah, and and so like. <laughs> I mean it I could leave if I if I had to and I'd be okay, you know.
0: Um Well can you retire in, there with that pension, right, at fifty or no? I don't know how your state
2: works. So it, for me it'd be fifty five would be it, it's it's super complicated, but like yeah. a fifty would be the absolute youngest to be able to start collecting. It'd be but it'd be collecting at a lower significantly oh, okay. lower so, percentage. Yeah. That's not that so. Good
0: That's yeah.
2: Yeah, so, I mean, it's no matter what, I'm, you know, a, a decade, at least a decade away from being able to collect anything in that respect, but, um, you know, I definitely, the last year and a half has accelerated my thinking as far as, like, looking about where where I might go, you know? Yeah. Um, I've yeah. always thought, you know, I'm definitely not going to... Like end up in California. Like I always thought, I'm, I'm going to leave the state, and, and largely that's price driven. You know what I mean? Like it's price. just very expensive, but and there's other places that just appeal to me more. Um, but the way things have been going in the last year and a half, Little I start Aspen. Think, yeah, kind of yeah, sped things up, and there's a bit more of a sense of urgency as far as like, okay, if this if this keeps going in the direction it's going. I I'll look somewhere else. You come train here
1: live out here by well, us
2: Illinois don't too much better i do well, get through entire go,
1: 50 here though we can go places though
2: yeah that's true you got it. Hey, you got like uh i'll put a futon in the shed hey listen
0: uh, hey i got a big barn now i got a loft above the shop i got a lot of oh, space for you got an rv out there we got 10 acres of hillbilly paradise out there buddy you're free Any, uh, you can come over anytime
2: i appreciate that man I, I i'm trying to think i know i've been to illinois in my life but uh I think i was a little kid you know i don't think i've been there as a as an adult so
0: yeah well if you're ever in illinois as an adult <laughs> you're definitely <laughs> yeah. invited brother anytime uh i mean we're not too far from chicago no, it seems West-ish. like we're farther away from chicago when you're out here especially where i'm at but uh yeah that,
2: that might be that a good thing away.
0: yeah no it's good yeah, that is but <laughs> still close <laughs> enough to where we can, you know see people in chicago if they're in town or something like that you know
2: Get, get some good deep dish pizza.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, that's really good. I
1: think the thin crust is really good out here. I'm well, more of a thin crust I'm a guy, thin but... crust guy, too, but oh. I like Blue
0: Malnati's deep dish. Oh, man, that's the best.
1: Oh, deep dish. Too much shit going on there. Like a fucking, There's a big fucking pie. I want some thin shit. You know what I mean? I like it all. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. That's why I notice I travel. If I have a pizza anywhere else, I'm like, what am I doing? Well, I, I forget I'm not home. I know. You know?
0: Even if you just go <clears throat> a couple hours south of here, it's like yeah. that.
1: It's, shit goes bad quick, man. It's, a, yeah. it's good food here.
0: There's such good food. When I was yeah. in Tennessee, you know, and, and there's no there's no Portillo's, there's no Lou Malnati's, there's no, uh, shit, I don't know what else is out here.
2: <laughs> Big beefs, Italian beefs, and all that shit, they don't have them huh. in other places. Huh. Oh, yeah, I've never heard of any of those that you just mentioned, so. Yeah, those are like my favorite
1: food. <laughs> you got to get your ass out
2: huh. to Illinois. Yeah. I, yeah. I do, I do need to. How far apart are you guys?
1: Uh, 45 minutes from each other. You're about 45 minutes now.
2: Okay,
0: so not too bad. No. No, it's really not. It's right. all, pretty much all back roads I, I drove to get to Tom's house today. So
1: Yeah, like, and it's like 45 minutes here is probably like – it's probably 35 miles.
0: Yeah, no, there's no traffic. Oh. There's, no, there's no traffic. No. You just fly. Good. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm just good. cruising on the back road.
1: Yeah, it's it's not Fine. bad. It's We got a good setup here.
0: I, I moved a little bit further south. I was a little closer here until I, I moved in May or whatever, about six months ago. We were pretty – what, 20 minutes? Yeah, it was awesome. Before, that was, it was pretty, the best then, thing ever. And then I moved to about yeah, 25 minutes further fucking south. Fucking guy.
2: So, nice. Uh, and, yeah. hey, D- Dan Bell's originally from out that way yeah, too. He's right. Yeah, he's like yeah,
1: hour and a half, two hours south his hometown is from us.
2: Okay. Um, but
1: yeah, he was always in Iowa though. Like, I feel like he was always uh, in Iowa. because well, he's like pretty close. Chicks out west. there and stuff, you know. Well,
0: I met the first first time I met him was about 2014 too at a, yeah. at a meet when he was a 275er and. He had no oh upper God. body, and he had these giant legs. Yeah, That's I all know. I saw coming: <laughs> was these legs, Monk face, all hair everywhere. Uh, yeah, and a big dip in, and he's just laughing the whole time, you
1: know. And I, I'm like, man, I love I this can't guy drinking that beer with him.
2: Two seventy five. I can't even imagine. It that. was
1: weird because he's still the same size head, you know. So yeah, same giant size head, <laughs> yeah. small upper body, these giant legs. I'm yeah. like, what is this thing in front of me?
0: <laughs> and then his upper body grew into his body. Yeah,
1: his head got bigger.
0: And his head got a
2: little Dude, bit bigger and hairier. Yeah. That, that guy is great, man. The, um, oh, Bell's awesome. One of, la- one of the last times I saw him was he came out here for uh, Record Breakers, the competition, and yeah. and I remember – so it was either 2018 or 2019, because those are the two years I competed in it. And, um, you know, so we're, we're – you know, he uh, – I'm talking to him, and, and I've always liked the guy, and he and he shares with me. He's like, hey, I uh, passed a kidney stone two weeks ago. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, "God, what? what are you doing here? <laughs> you know, he's, he's, you know, I mean, that guy's just kind of like, no, he's country strong, man. He's just a monster. Yeah. He's like, fuck it. So yeah, you fuck know, it. He, he opens with a 903 pound squat. Yeah. Opens it, with like, a six like,
0: pack of Coors light and a 903 three <laughs> pound <laughs> <laughs> squat. Yeah. 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 Dan's great. His uh, his voice is always on this show. He we we got his laugh on here at the hour mark.
1: Yeah, we always record his laugh. His
0: laugh's on in the beginning and the end of the or towards the end of the show every time. Oh, good,
3: good. wow
0: so, he was there when uh, at my last house in the we had the one year anniversary there out in the shed and uh, oh. Dan was out there for the one year anniversary. and We got pretty hammered. Nice. I don't really remember the show too well. I don't know how it went.
1: I went terrible.
0: Yeah, the guys wouldn't shut I, up. Yeah. We're trying to run a good show over here. Yeah,
1: drunker now. <laughs>
0: Wasting. I imagine
2: it would take a lot to get Dan uh, drunk.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think at one He's time a very good drinker. Both drank like a case of beer that time in Miami, and uh, then he put his CPAP machine on and laid down on the floor and went to bed.
1: Yep, <laughs> just <laughs> another day. Oh man. Oh. Oh,
0: right, man. right, brother. Well, we got to get the hell. I got to drive home. Yeah. So
1: we're two hours ahead of you over here. Yeah. I got to go to work. Oh, okay. I got to go to yeah. prison okay. in the morning, brother.
0: Uh, I still got my day job. I got to be there seven hours
2: good times man um well hey yeah thanks for having me on here man i hope it's not too long before i get to see you guys again in person Um, yeah no for sure you guys have always been two of my two my favorites
0: i don't know if i'll ever be out in california (laughs) well maybe maybe the expos again if they start hopping i might be out in la and yeah and maybe the arnold i don't mm -hmm.
2: know let me know uh i'll definitely let you guys know if i'm in illinois
0: (laughs) and uh yeah, we'll take and get you a big beef and a pizza.
1: Yeah.
2: I'd love that. A six-pack old style.
1: Yep, you can, uh, can sleep on our gym
2: floors. Yep. Yeah, we'll get some uh, some benching in. You know, we'll train the chest. Build the chest, fuck the rest.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: That's right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you got it, brother.
1: All right, Herbie, mate, it was great having you on. I gave this guy notice, like, Twenty hours ago. Oh yeah, I'm I'm good. Wow, he's, uh, he's got, got on a lot couch, of free time yeah. now, though. So I guess yeah. that makes oh, sense. Oh yeah, I've got.
2: Yeah, I have I have nothing going on. Yeah, <laughs> well,
1: I guess I have you on every week uh, until
0: listen, you get better. I know that feeling, man. I was the same way when I got injured. It's,
2: yeah. At least you're on your yeah. way.
0: At least you took a baby step. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. One one day at a time, and uh, hopefully you'll be back, brother. <laughs> yep. Yeah.
0: You'll you'll recover quick. You're uh you're not like you're not a normal person. Just like we're not normal people.
1: Yeah, you're. We you're, recover you're a lot quicker, brother. You'll be fine. Yeah, alpha. You're an alpha. Four hundred
2: kilos oh, in a year. Let's yes. go. Yep. Alpha. Oh, hey, uh, real quick on the alpha thing. I got to share a funny story with you that just crossed my mind. Go ahead. I was at I was I met a guy. Uh, I was at a training class, and there's a lot of discussion going on. And this guy was, you know guys uh, fights in MMA and. Very kind of, I don't know. Um, and uh, somehow the topic of topic of alpha male came up. And this guy goes, I'm not an alpha male. I'm an apex male. I eat alpha males for breakfast. <laughs> I'm an apex predator, motherfucker. <laughs> and, and I, I, every time I hear alpha now, I think about that. That's hilarious.
0: That's oh, I'm going to use that. I'm an apex. <laughs> I eat alphas for breakfast. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm sure he made a lot of friends. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Herbie Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny.
0: All right, Herbie. Good luck in California, brother. Yeah, speedy recovery,
1: brother. We'll be uh, keeping tabs. It's good. I like, I like I think that posting on Instagram is good. It's good to like keep everybody informed because otherwise, you know, one you're gonna get a million messages or people are gonna forget. Yeah. I like I like seeing that like those updates you do like that the, that video you did. You yeah. know, it's, it's good seeing that. So keep that up. I think a lot of people are going to be re- rec- uh, following your recovery, you know. Well,
0: yeah, and then you recover and you come back and it's just, uh, what do you call it? It's motivation. That's what a lot, I get a lot of that shit, like, oh, my God, I can't believe you're doing this right, and this. Right. I did this and I still ain't doing this. This is motivation. Yeah. Yeah, that just helps other you. people, too, seeing that shit. Yeah. No, I enjoy uh, it. You
2: know, I, I, and thanks for saying that. I mean, because you know, I can make that video, and, and then I'll I'll like watch it and be like, ah, oh, does anyone care what I? I mean, am I just blabbering? <laughs> you know? Yeah, you, know, you get you get self conscious, you know. So, you know. No man, it's good. No, man, it's good. I, I fucking watch it. I think
1: twice at work, just sitting there scrolling oh, back good. through it. So no, it's a, I'd say keep it up, but every couple, you know, like every week or two weeks, give an update, and I don't know. But my only suggestion would be just do like just do one video. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like oh, a okay, lot, yeah, like uh, like what, what's it called?
2: IGTV, something yeah, because like, like I'm like man, yeah. I kept
1: like sometimes it would start replaying and I didn't know where I was at. Oh, I wish you would just do one okay. video. This would be a lot easier for yeah,
2: me. Yeah,
0: and, and also show your recovery, like what
1: yeah, you're if you going can like through. get some like yeah. videos of you at the physical therapy. Like how you're that'd be barely awesome.
0: doing anything, and then you know in a month you're fucking kicking ass or something. You know that <laughs> always, I always try to show that too as I recovered. You know I'm fucking one day I'm just barely moving my arm a half an inch. The next day you know it's going a little bit further. Right. Just stupid shit like that. You know. You pro- I don't think, and you probably don't think people even give a fuck about, but, you know, they do.
1: Yeah, I know. It's good to yeah. see. And it no, helps you, sense. too. It's like, yeah, I'm coming here. Hey, look yeah. at
0: this. This is from four weeks ago. I'm kicking right. this ass right now. Yeah. It's yeah. motivation uh, for
1: everybody, you know, even yourself. That's a good point. Yeah. So, yeah, I hope you keep that yeah. up, buddy. So I'll be watching. Cool. All right. Thanks, man. I really yeah. appreciate it. Next time, you just have your shirt off or something. You know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Whatever you want to do, <laughs> Yeah, just
0: get into your fucking firefighter uniform it's naked first. <laughs> oh. Oh, no, Chaos right. likes construction workers. I forgot about that.
1: Yeah, only when they're sleeping. That's a different story. <laughs> All right, brother. Hey, it was good to have you on. We'll be following your recovery, and yeah. we wish you the best. All right. Thank you, guys. See you, brother. Thanks, big guy. All right. Take care. Okay, bye. Okay. bye.
0: There he goes. Wow, what an asshole. Off man. to the
1: couch. What a lazy
0: asshole. Yeah, he's just laying on the couch watching the couch. Breaking Bad. Yeah,
1: we had to pause Breaking Bad for an hour. He's we probably all pissed yeah, off. Yeah,
0: he's like, what the fuck happened to Saul? <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, that was a good interview. I like that guy, man. I always liked Herbie. Always a good And as soon as he popped up, I'm like, Me too. why don't we have him on the podcast? Yeah, And mess immediately. Oh, yeah, I got time. I'm like, oh, yeah, of course you do. Yeah, I know.
0: Yeah, I, I said, man, I, <clears throat> I don't want to go back there again. I feel yeah. bad for him. You know what's it's like?
1: He'll be back. He'll be back, He's Herbie. Uh We'll wrap this up quick because it's getting late. Yeah, I over gotta here. go. I know, but I'm, pee I'm again. going. I'm wrapping it up. Wrap it up. Smart stick like the fish for, for all your training. Uh, check us out. Uh, we just got a bunch of new clients over that sale we did over the weekend. So if you're still wanting to try us out, get some uh, templates. We still got plenty of custom coaching uh, coaches for custom coaching. Uh, we never have any. What Jesus Christ, what am I trying to say here? We never have no spots open. We always have a, a million spots open. So if you come try us out, check us out. Uh, Chaos Barbell Apparel, I'm getting beanies and I think the sweatsuits in this week. Woo-hoo. So hopefully get those out um, up on the site by next week. And then generalleathercraft.com, Matt at Pioneer underscore fit on Instagram. Go there for all your leather belt needs. And if you look on his site now, there's some, was it snakeskin? I keep fucking it up. Uh, alligator I think Alligator yeah. Alligator wallets He's only doing like a dozen Two dozen maybe I have an alligator wallet um, I've had it for like five years but You awesome. gotta email him So check out his last post If you wanna get in on that uh, Or just any stock gifts For Christmas Cause he's just about Ready to be restocked On stock belts and stuff So check his shit out Great dude Big supporter of the podcast So support him uh, Check out HFB Supplements uh, What do you guys got going on?
0: Yeah HFB supplements If you want screwdriver aminos yeah, You better BCAs get it Cause it'll be out this week Yeah we have a new pre-workout coming very soon. Uh, everything's ready. We're just waiting on the containers. Uh, that should be this month sometime. And and we got the new Hardcore drop is out. It is live. I think that's about oh, yeah. it. Hardcore, yeah, hardcore drop is, is hardcore. live. And uh, I forgot what I was really gonna say, Tommy. Go to mm-hmm. Huck and Marble Dad Cam. And yeah, go to our sites and get some Christmas shit for your family. Yeah, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. load up those stockings and stuff. Stock- well,
0: and also, if you don't know what to get, get something from my set to give to uh, your whoever. You know, always get gift cards. We've got gift cards on there. It's great for Christmas.
1: Bingo. There you go.
0: That's it, buddy. You ready? Shut up, Karen. No Okay, bye.
3: been chasing red another life out in the hinter, wondering where time went another mother lights a candle another father digs a grave, another punk ass on that TV making weakness brave in these days we fade away Kentucky Way Nothing's gotta change Politicians line those pockets Another doctor makes a dime Another junkie gets his fix Another Narcan right on time Another hooker in that alley Drinking Mountain Dew and Bean Lots of bluegrass on those postcards That's the only place it seems In these days We fade away Kentucky waves Something's gotta change